to the way they hate And I know better than to listen to the people who are calling us names I can feel the sun Well, good morning, everyone. My name's Brian, and today is Wednesday, July 12, 2023, and this is episode 460 of the Lots Project podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control, and it's another Coffee with Brian. Coffee with Brian. How we doing? Hey, you guys. Hey, back with Butcher. How we doing this morning? Giving the old uh, sloth sloth is that's not his name was it sloth from goonies hey you guys yeah good morning philippine we'll just move on from that one uh <laughs> philippine nomad good morning renegade butcher rolling in how we doing this morning guys a little wet one here in south dakota this morning got to uh play with a rather large thunderstorm rolling through about uh, what was it 3 30 3.30 in the morning, it sounded like a train hit the side of the camper. It started rocking back and forth and downpouring. And, uh, yeah, wasn't fun. Uh, had a little leaky leak through the window. Got to uh, mop up a bunch of water and hang out for about an hour or so with Corey in the middle of the night. And not because we were having fun. <laughs> So there's been many other rendezvous in the middle of the night that uh, were way better than uh, last night. But anyway, storm is done. Storm has passed through. The little bit of last of the rain is going and uh, should be a good day. Should be a good day. So what are we talking about today? Um, travel plans up here while we're in South Dakota. Talk a little bit about that. Uh, saw Corey's new rest or uh, new um, new. Um, antique shop, I guess it was, on the way. Uh, I saw it when I went to get pizza, and then I showed her yesterday on the way by. Oh, no, that was two days ago. I uh, forgot to mention it yesterday. And, um, yeah, what else? Oh, a couple other things I just saw on the road that I wanted to talk about, and just general conversation. So, and uh, morning, Pip. How we doing? Pip hanging out. Pip woke up at 2 in the morning thinking that he uh, didn't send in the history segment, and yeah, two in the morning. I wouldn't have known because uh, we had a good night last night. Uh, hung out with uh, Corey's parents and had a few adult beverages and um, just bullshitted for a while. So, Backwoods Butcher says, "Don't kiss and tell." A little respect to Corey. Um, yeah, there was no kissing last night, so there's no telling for sure. Uh, yeah, we were just sopping up water. No fun. No fun in the middle of the night. So. What's in the cup today? I got the Ethiopian Peruvian light mix. It is a blend, excuse me, mix. A little foggy this morning between the, the beers and the, the hour wake up call in the middle of the morning, guys. So it is what it is. Oh, Pip hitting that hashtag morning Corey already. She says good morning and she, uh, she cheers. She uh, tipped her cup to you, but uh, she's off camera. So anyway, anyway. Light Ethiopian, Peruvian, and uh, Corey's got some, uh, what do you got that? Vanilla Spice, uh, Vanilla Spice Perfect Energy Yogi Tea um, for all you non-coffee drinkers. Backwoods Butcher in with a good morning, Corey, uh, hashtag morning, Corey, also. Are we going to have to use that for the hashtag of the week this week? Or uh, I'm sure something will come up. <laughs> oh, man, man, oh, man. Perfect cup question today. I... Uh, I don't have an answer, guys. I don't have an answer for me, but I got plenty of answers for you. Uh, Corey and I sat here, and I think it's a, a matter of, guys, I live in a fucking camper. How many weird habits? Like, I don't think that way. <laughs> I think living in a camper and traveling around the country is normal. So any of my habits in comparison to that are pretty tame, I believe, so. Sorry, guys, we're not going to have a uh, you're not going to have an answer for me today, but uh, we will get to all those answers in just a minute. Corey threw one out there, even though she doesn't think it's too weird. And I am starting to come around to the fact that it might actually be normal. <laughs> um, <laughs> Backwards says, I'm pretty sure my habit is just addiction. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sure, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. My weird hat, my weirdest habit is addiction. 
know. Anyway, let's get to that perfect cup question of the day since we're at about five minutes and I got soaking wet dogs everywhere, guys. This is good. It's just a fantastic morning. But smiles and uh, just go rolling with it. And so that's a good thing. But let's hit that question of the day and hit then the history and then both bullshit for a little while. All right, everyone, it's time again for the perfect cup. <laughs> Shit, sorry. It's time for the 118th edition of the perfect cup, a daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion in my telegram channel, t.me slash lots feed. That's t.me slash lots feed. Every day I throw out a question, Sunday through Thursday. I throw it all over social media and on the telegram channel. Uh, pick it up and uh, answer. I go around, sweep up the answers the next morning before the show and bring them to you along with normally my answer. You can find those questions posted in the channel, like I said, but also on Noster, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, MeWe, and Facebook. Don't know if I'll get the answers there because they don't like to give me notifications. So the surefire way is that Telegram channel and Noster is pretty reliable. So perfect up question of the day today is... What is your weirdest habit? What is your weirdest habit? And with this audience full of weirdos, I expected to get a bunch of decent answers. And eh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Like I said before the segment started, if you're listening to the Perfect Cup only feed, um, <laughs> sorry, uh, Perfect Cup only feed, I couldn't come up with one. I, uh, I I listened to the question, or I read the question. I posted the question yesterday morning, and it totally blanked my mind. And uh, it was a rough night, and even a rougher uh, middle of the morning. And I sat here this morning, and I just couldn't come up with something. So I'm going to have to take a pass today. I should be able to take a pass every once in a while. And um, so I don't know what my weirdest habit is. I got a lot of weird habits that uh, I don't consider necessarily that weird. So... Anyway, let's hit up what the audience had to say. Uh, Kyle Backwoods Butcher said he never buys an odd number of cigarettes, only packs two packs, four packs, or a carton of 10 at a time. <sighs> okay. All right, man. I, I think that's just good planning. Uh, you never want to run out. That was always a prideful thing for me when I was uh, when I was a smoker was I never ran out of cigarettes. Like, I'm a professional. I don't run out. Uh, always buying two, three, four carton, whatever. So I get you, man. It's, uh, it comes out of, uh, just being prepared. I think so. Bravo. Smoke away. Smoke away. Uh, Canadian farmstead said he often, often while singing a song in his head will make a weird noise, pushing air through his cheeks and teeth and don't often realize it. He's doing it until someone draws attention to it. Um, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I can, I can definitely say that Corey is constantly uh, telling me, Hey, what? And, like I'm making noises and things that I don't even know. So I'm off in my own world as much as possible. I think that's a, a great place to be for me. Uh, Josh, the renegade butcher weighed in with, uh, he chats with weirdos every weekday morning for an hour while drinking his coffee. What show are you watching? Can we join into good morning America or something? Is that still on? I don't even know. Uh, Josh, thanks for calling us a bunch of weirdos. Uh, everybody in the in the crowd, Josh was talking about you guys. So, uh, mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, what's up? Oh, <laughs> I thought Corey was talking to me. She's talking to the dog under the table. Uh, wait till we get to her answer. Um, <laughs> Blue, Blueberry Texas came in with uh, plucking irregular hairs from his earlobes. Uh, anything long, thick, or wiry gets yanked. <laughs> Uh, has a habit of running his fingers along his earlobes and he likes it to be smooth. I mean, I have a habit of running running my hands over Corey's legs and I like them to be smooth too. So I hear you on the earlobes, man. Um, maybe I'll try to play with mine or hers at some point. <laughs> Pip, Pip and company weighed in. I read this. Uh, I read this a little earlier, and so I, I added Pip and Company. And he says he read the question of the day aloud at work. Coworker number zero zero four says, "I clap my hands." She proclaimed. Pip looks over at number four and sees some kind of clapping with arms flailing about. I've never seen that before. 
<laughs> kind of like Phoebe running, I have imagined as all I can see. Pip says, as for me, I normally have three to 19 projects playing out in my head. That's not a weird habit, dude. Um, you're perfectly fine. I've been seen walk, walking back and forth eight plus times trying to carry all the tools and stuff needed for a project. I want to start in two hours, but fumbling around carrying it now. Okay. Other habit, he uh, pulled keys, credit cards, or whatever all he's about to use, even being 10 minutes before needing to use them. You like to be all prepared and set up. I'll give you a pass. I'll give you a pass. I don't think I don't think we're too weird yet. Maybe that uh, maybe that Kyle guy. But uh, Golden Crickets weighed in said probably the weirdest thing I have to it, I have is looking for split ends and snipping them off with uh, her teeth. Yeah, I don't know. I agree. You're weird. Um, <laughs> uh, Philippine Nomad. Philippine Nomad says he flushes the toilet and the urinal. Right before he finishes peeing, he thinks it's some kind of OC compulsion. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I get it. I get it. I, I understand that. Um, and when when I read it, I said, um, I got, I'm with you, Mike. I'm with you. And uh, don't feel too weird about it. Uh, Micah weighed in, said people say it's weird that he always transfers a day pack, uh, first aid kit, and weapons into their vehicle if he's if they're giving him a ride. Yeah, um, I don't necessarily think that's weird. I um, I, I think that's just smart, <laughs> and I think that's it's it's a tough that we're uh, coming at this angle from who we are. As a group, uh, I'm not labeling any of you or uh, rodeoing you into any group, but uh, we're we're not the the most normal people in the world. And I think some people alluded that into some replies in the channel. I didn't uh, I didn't copy over the replies, but people kind of lean towards, "Hey, I don't think that's too weird. That's just being prepared." And I think that's I think that's the case. But uh, let's wrap this up with Corey's answer. Uh, Corey said she didn't have an answer and she went back and forth and we were driving yesterday and I said, come on, give me a weird habit. What do you have? And she goes, I talk to animals. And I said, that is weird. That is weird. Um, she talks to the animals and just a little bit earlier when I, I thought she was talking to me, she was talking to the dog under the, under the damn table. So the, the fact that she talks to the dog is not weird. The fact that she talks to animals as we're driving down the road in the car, um, and then I, when I request to, or I ask her if she thinks that they heard her, uh, with the windows up and the field, uh, being a hundred acres and the cows standing on the other side, she says, of course they did. And for some reason, I think she believes it, <laughs> but I found myself talking to the damn cows, uh, after riding around with her and, uh, being with her for 15 years now, I'm definitely starting to realize that either I'm getting weirder or uh, I'm realizing that she's not that weird. So, hey, weird habits are weird habits. Um, Corey, it's only weird if they talk back <laughs> from Kyle. And uh, Renegade Butcher says, actually not talking to animals may be the weird habit from Joshua. Hey, Josh, congratulations getting back on the air last night. That was uh, good to see. I, uh, I haven't caught it. We were out uh, visiting with the fam, so... I will have to listen back, but uh, good to see your face, man. Anyway, that's the perfect cup question. A uh, bunch of weirdos we are around here. But uh, if you want to weigh in on the next perfect cup question of the day, be sure to keep an eye out for the posts on socials a little later this morning. Usually comes out mid to late morning, like I said, across socials, starting with the Telegram channel. Then Noster, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, MeWe, and LinkedIn. Be sure to answer, and uh, hopefully you hear your question, your answer on the air. This has been another edition of the Perfect Cup, and now back to the main show. Backwoods Butcher says, "I talk to animals constantly, lulls them into a false sense of security before I shoot them." <laughs> Oh, Josh says it wasn't anything too special, but yep, getting back into the swing. That's it, man. That's all you got to do is get back going. Um, it's always good. It's always special when you actually turn on the camera. How many people don't? 
Maybe that's our weird habit. We just talk to people on the internet all the time. <laughs> Corey's over there smiling at me. Oh, geez. Hit a hot button there, maybe. Um, anyway, let's get to lots of history, history segment here. And uh, thanks, Pip, for popping that in there. And I'm sorry that you're waking up with night terrors that you're not sending in, not sending in the history notes. So you did it. Nice and secure. Here we go. July 12th. Lots of history. Lots of history on July 12th. Happy Camel Day, humans. And don't forget to do something. I don't recall you were supposed to do. I don't recall you were supposed to do but i assume you remembered it here's lots of history now if you'll excuse me i'd like to wander off <laughs> okay yep. all right all right this day july 12th 1862 the medal of honor is authorized by the united states congress there are three distinct varieties of medal one for the army awarded to soldiers one for the navy naval service awarded to sailors marines and the coast guardsmen and one for the air or air air and space forces awarded to airmen and guardians is that what the space force calls their people guardians of the galaxy pips notes the original upside down star was designed as a non-combat version and a new pattern of the metal pendant is cross form was designed by the tiffany company in 1919 this day july 12th 19 or 1493 hartman schneidel's nuremberg chronicle one of the best documented early printed books is published the nuremberg chronicle is an illustrated encyclopedia consisting of the world's historical accounts as well as accounts told through biblical paraphrase mm, scholars refer to it as the lieber chronicarium the book of chronicles as this phase appears in the index introduction as this phrase appears in the index introduction of the latin edition pips notes huh does it have pictures <laughs> has a little lettuce coughs pips goes into daydreams after hearing chronicles and then this talking lion comes out of nowhere and starts talking into english to three kids oh what is that uh was that the, the Narnia book I think he's referring to? I don't know about lions and talking kids or talking lions and kids. <laughs> oh, this day, July 12th, 1962, the Rolling Stones, Rolling Stones perform for the first time at London's Marquee Club. According to uh, Richards, Jones named the band during a phone call to Jazz News when he asked by a journalist for the band's name. Jones saw a Muddy Waters LP laying on the floor. One of the tracks was Rolling Stone. Pips notes, a dude can assume everyone has at least one Rolling Stone song so they don't mind. I just can't think of uh, the one I'm thinking of. I can't get no satisfaction. That's a good one. Uh, I think my favorite Rolling Stone song ever uh, was Paint It Black. That's uh, just quality, quality song. Uh, this day, July 12th, 1973, a fire destroys, destroys the entire sixth floor of the National personal record center in of the united states the national personal personnel is it personal or personnel record center fire in 1973 also known as the 1973 national archives fire was a fire that occurred at the military personnel record center in the st louis suburb of overland missouri from july 12th to the 16th 1943 the fire destroyed some 16 million to 18 million official military personnel records Hmm. Weird. I wonder if that was done on purpose, but Tinfoil Tuesday was yesterday. This day, July 12th, 1995, Chinese seismo seismo seismologists successfully predict the 1995 Myanmar-China earthquake, reducing the number of casualties to 11. Between the 19th of September, 1994, and the 12th of May, 1995, a cluster of earthquakes measuring 4.7 Ms, I don't know what that is, or greater, was detected on the Myanmar-China border region. Seismologists also detected strange anomalies in the seismology parameters in the region. Changes to water levels in the Shidayan County were also interpreted as signs of a large earthquake. After 
force shook on uh, July 10th. The Union Seismology Bureau dispatched a team to the region closest to the epicenter. A meeting was also conducted, and seismologists concluded that a main shock of magnitude of 7.0 should strike. An evacuation order was recommended by scientists from the Yunnan Provincial Earthquake Administration after the forecast. Less than 30 hours after the forecast, the main shock struck. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Pip's notes, possible idea for Canadian Farmsteads Tinfoil Tuesdays. Did anybody watch the movie The Core? Mm, no. Scientists make the Earth machine that targets areas by shooting a freaking laser beam deep into the Earth. Think that's a thing? Harp and weather manipulation kind of stuff. Harp and weather manipulation is definitely, um, uh, definitely on the radar at this point, for sure. Um... <laughs> Yeah, there's some good uh, good comments over here I'll have to get back to. <coughs> Excuse me. July 12th, 2001, Space Shuttle Atlantis is launched on mission STS-104, carrying the Quest Joint Airlock to the International Space Station. Its primary, obje its primary objectives were to install the Quest Joint Airlock and help perform maintenance on the International Space Station. It launched on July 12th, 2001 at 9.04 UTC, and returned to Earth without incident after successfully docking equipment installed and three spacewalks. The primary purpose of the flight was to deliver and install the Quest airlock. The joint airlock is 20 foot long, 13 foot in diameter for you Canadians at 6.1 meter long and 4.0 meter in diameter and weighs 6.5 short tons, which is 5.9 metric tons. Interesting. I didn't know what a short ton is. It is made from steel and aluminum and manufactured at the Marshall Space Flight Center by the space station main contactor, Boeing. Pips notes, mission specialist Michael Gerhardt and James Riley conducted three spacewalks while Space Shuttle Atlantis was docked to the International Space Station, and they spent a total of 16 hours and 30 minutes outside. Interesting. Happy birthday, July 12th, 100 BC. That's before uh, Christ. Uh, Julius Caesar, Roman politician and general, he died at 44 BC at age 56. Um, he had a tickle in his back. Caesar led the Romans' armies in the Gaelic Wars before defeating his political rival Pompey in a civil war and subsequently became dictator from 49 BC until his assassination in 44 BC. They count backwards, guys, before they go to zero um, Pips notes, at least 60 to 70 senators were party to the conspiracy, which led to Caesar being stabbed 23 times. 60 plus involved, but only 23 stabs. I guess some dudes never get off the bench. Yeah, 60 holes was just a little overkill, I think. July 12th, 1817, Henry Davis Thoreau, American essayist, poet, and philosopher. A cut and paste from the wiki page, Thoreau is sometimes referred to as an anarchist in civil disobedience, Thoreau wrote, I, I heartily accept the motto that government is best which governs least, and I should, should like to see it acted up to more rapidly and systematically. Carried out, it finally amounts to this, which I also believe the government is best which governs not at all. And when men are prepared for it and will be the kind of government which they will have, but to speak Practically, as a citizen, unlike those who call themselves no government men, I asked for not at once no government, but at once a better government. Pips notes, I don't really understand all of that, but I'll cheers to it. All you need to hear is the government <laughs> is best, which governs not at all, Pip. Just focus on that line. July 12, 1884, Louis B. Meyer was born, Russian-born American film producer, co-founder of Metro Goldwyn Mayer. Under Mayer's arrangement, um, MGM became the film industry's most prestigious movie studio, acclimating the largest concentration of leading writers, directors, and stars in Hollywood. Pips notes, I type out something here, but all I can think of is the lion roar before the movie. Or was that the stars that circled the mountain anyway? I think that was Paramount. Uh, with the stars. I think you had it with the lion, but I could be wrong. This day, July 12th, 1895, Buckminster Fuller, American architect and engineer, designed the Montreal bios Biosphere, an American architect, systems theorist, writer, designer, inventor, philosopher, and futurist. He styled his name 
as R. Buckminster Fuller in his writings, publishing more than 30 books and coining a popularized uh, or popularizing such terms as Spaceship Earth, Dimaxon, um, Dimaxon House or Dimaxon Car, Dimaxon Map, a formalization, synergetic and tensor. I don't know that one. Sorry. <laughs> July 12, 1996, Jordan Romero, American Mountaineer, an American Mountaineer climber who was 13 years old, 13 years old when he reached the summit of Mount Everest. Romero was accompanied by his father, Paul Romero, his stepmother, Karen Lundgren, and three Sherpas. Ang Pasang Sherpa, Lama Dawas Sherpa, and Lama Karma Sherpa. The previous record for youngest to climb Everest was held by Ming Kipa of Nepal, who was 15 years old when she reached the summit in on May 22nd, 2003. And this one was 13, so that would have been 2009. So interesting, interesting. 13 years old climbing to the top of a mountain like that. Hmm. Where do you go from there? There was always something that uh, I read that uh, the the state record for a while for uh, largest deer rack shot uh, was some like 12 year old girl. The shot an enormous is like 26 points saw this enormous rack on this thing. And I'm like, she just has to quit hunting at this point. What um, what is where is there to go from there? I don't know. I don't know. So what do you do after you shoot the biggest buck that you're ever going to see in your life on the first time you go hunting? Who died today? Let's see who kicked off. 1804, July 12th, 1804. Alexander Hamilton, American general, economist, and politician, first United States Secretary of the Treasury. Pips notes, pew, pew. Um, this day, July 12th, 1944, Theodore Roosevelt Jr., American general and politician, governor of Puerto Rico. Roosevelt was educated at private academics and Harvard University. After his 1909 graduation from college, he began a successful career in business and investment banking. Having gained pre-World War I Army experience during his attendance as a, civil, a citizen's military training camp, at the start of the war, he received a reserve commission as a major he served primarily with the 1st Division, took part in several engagements, including the Battle of Cantigny, and commanded the 1st Battalion, 26th Infantry, as a lieutenant colonel. After the war, Roosevelt was instrumental, instrumental in forming the American Legion. Pips notes, for his political career, he served as Assistant Secretary of the Navy, Governor of Puerto Rico, and Governor General of the Philippines. He resumed his business endeavors in 1930 and was Chairman of the Board of the American Express Company and Vice President. President of Doubleday Books. July 12th, 1996, John Chancellor, American journalist, passed away, an American journalist who spent most of his career with NBC News. He is considered a pioneer in television news. Chancellor served as the anchor of the NBC Nightly News from 1970 to 1982 and continued to do editorials and commentaries for night NBC Nightly News with Tom Brokaw until 1993. Pips notes, Chancellor had his distinction of crediting, creating the idea of using colors to represent states won by political candidates in presidential elections. Woohoo! Uh, for the 1976 presidential election, Chancellor suggested to his network engineers that they create a large electronic map of the United States and place it in the network's election night news studio. If Jimmy Carter, the Democratic candidate, won a state, it would light up in red. If Gerald Ford, the Republican candidate, carried a state, it would light up in blue. I think that's backwards. Chancellor, when asked about the color scheme, sought to tie the British Labour's red and the American Democrats while a British conservatives used blue as their ribbon color. By 2000, all the traditional broadcasts had adopted the presidential model, though the colors switched red for Republican as both begins with the same letter and blue for Democrat because they don't start with the same letter, I guess. Thanks for the color scheme, bud. Uh, July 12, 2012, Roger Payne, English Mountaineer, a British Mountaineer. He, formerly, he was formerly General Secretary of the British Mountaineering Council and Qualified Mountain Guide from 1983, taking part in over 20 expeditions to the Kakararam and Himalayan ranges, including K2 and the north face of Changabang. Changa bang. He was uh he was an avalanche instructor and climbed in the Alps every year from 1977. Payne was killed at age 55 with eight other climbers by an avalanche whilst tra traversing Mount Maudit on the Mount Blanc 
massif near Camino in the French Alps on the 12th of July, 2012. Uh, let's see, one couple more deaths. Wow, a lot of people died today. July 12th, 2013, Alan Wicker, Egyptian English journalist, a British journalist and television presenter and broadcaster. His career spanned almost 60 years, during which time he presented the documentary television program Wicker's World for over 30 years. He was made a commander of the Order of the British Empire in 2005 for services to broadcasting. Pips notes, during the Second World War, he was commissioned as an officer in the Devonshire Regiment of the British Army. He then joined the British Army's Army Film and Photographic Unit in Italy in 1943. Elsewhere in, in Wicker's War, he revealed that he was one of the first in the Allied forces to enter Milan and that he took into custody an SS general and staff who were guarding the SS paymaster, paymaster's payroll money used to pay the SS troops, along with large amounts of cash in various foreign currencies, all contained within a large trunk. Wicker later handed over the SS men and the trunk of cash to the commander of the advancing U.S. armored column. Wicker also shot footage of the body of Benito Mussolini. Huh, interesting. And in 2020... Kelly Preston, American actress and model. Her first prominent film roles came in 1985. First as Marilyn McCulley in the romantic teen flick comedy Mischief. Then as the beautiful but shallow Deborah Ann Fimple in another teen remote romantic comedy Secret Admirer. Her other roles included Space Camp, Twins, and with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito, Avery Bishop in Jerry Maguire with Tom Cruise, Jane Aubrey in For Love of the Game with Kevin Costner and Kate Newell, and in Holy Man with Eddie Murphy and Jeff Goldblum. In 1997, she starred in Nothing to Lose, which co-starred Tim Robbins and Martin Lawrence. She also starred in the movie Jack Frost, 1998. A couple holidays to talk about. Independence Day, celebrate Independence Day of Kilbalti uh, from... You have two... If you have any leftover fireworks, we have two Independence Days today. Independence Day celebrates the Independence Day of Cure Body from the United Kingdom in 1979. Uh, and Independence Day celebrated in Sayo Tome and Principal from and Principal from Portugal in 1975. A couple of islands uh, celebrating Independence Day. The second day of Nadam in Mongolia. Uh, it's the 12th, also known as Orange Men's Day, Northern Ireland, Scotland, Newfoundland, and Labrador. Um, hey, it's done, and there's ducks everywhere. We're going to need a clear. <laughs> Other than that, this has been Pip and uh, Pip with Duction Cups. Something, something, ducks, something, something, cups. Cheers, go make Wednesday groan or moan or anything that rhymes with such. Good luck. Good luck. Wow, Pip, that was a tough one. That was a tough one, I'm going to say. And it probably isn't Pip's fault. It has to do with Mother Nature and um, alcohol. <laughs> anyway, that's been another episode or another uh, another lots of history. And if you enjoyed it, be sure to check out all the listings, all the links and stories in the blog post that goes up every day. You can find that at thelotsproject.com or I share it all across all those socials I listed earlier let's uh let's roll up and i knew there was a bunch of comments rolling in here good morning k bonk how we doing um they were talking about uh animals talking back uh that's how we doing um <sighs> Backwoods butcher says after after he gets done listening, he's going to be arguing with some Indian guy after this to try and get his internet fixed so he can actually stream again. Um, Josh says he doesn't like to shoot anybody he's not familiar with, so he gets to know them. Otherwise, it's just rude. And uh, Backwoods calls him handsome, and they think they're his friends. Guardian... <laughs> When I, I was talking about the Space Force and if they're called Guardians, uh, Josh Josh says the Guardians of not really even one-tenth of the solar system. <laughs> I don't understand the Space Force. Uh, 
going on back there? Oh, anyway, guys. Anyway, sorry about the rough start. Sorry about the rough start. Let's uh, let's talk about stuff on the list. So when we were leaving, we were down by Kansas City, and there were two things of note on our travels that day that I didn't bring up yesterday because it was Tinfoil Tuesdays. I have them on my list. Um, and they're notable enough to, to still circle back to and talk to you about. So when I was going to get pizza, I, I drove the route that we were going to be leaving um, on the highway when we were taking off. Like it was, um, and then I had to circle back, come back to the campsite. And when we left the next day, I was all excited to show Corey a store that I saw. And it's a rather big store. It's uh, right on the side of the highway. It's probably the size of like a Walmart, I would guess. Maybe a little smaller. But as I looked to the side, there was a big picture of a little armored one. And it was called the Brass Armadillo. I tried to convince Corey that it was worth a stop. We had a very short drive that day. And it wasn't going to be it was going to be all that long. And we were getting a decent start. I said, we need to go to the store I found for you. And um, she, she didn't want to do it. She didn't want to do it. And then as we were going past... She sees the brass armadillo. She looks down and she got upset because there was actually camper parking in the back. She's like, we could have parked. We could have went. I said, I told you, I told you I saw your store. Now she's upset. So I think we're going to have to make a trip back to, um, back to the Kansas city area for sure. And, uh, and, and get her to the, to the brass armadillo. I think it was just an antique kind of, junk store but i'm not for sure i did not visit but being the brass armadillo i'm sure we'll be we would be able to find a um a little armored one for Corey to take with her and then i had a um we saw something a little farther down the line in missouri and i'm confused i'm confused as to what um what it actually is uh, there were a lot of adult boutique signs, uh, strip club signs, this and that, as we were going through Missouri. And I think any state that has a lot of titty bars is definitely a state that's worth visiting. Um, but uh, it's um, the the sign I started to see was for it looked like a megaplex. It was like, oh, we have videos, we have girls, and this and that. And I kept seeing um, a sign for an adult spa. It says adult spa. And I'm like, what the, what the hell? It's like been 15 miles or so. They got billboards everywhere. Kind of like any uh, place that's really trying to advertise and pull you in, you know? And so we come rolling up to this hill and we look off to the side and it's like a little shanty town. Um, the best I can describe is like when you see the pictures of the, the ghettos in India, where they have like all the, just the corrugated metal buildings, real tin shed looking thing. Um, maybe like a barn uh, for animals, but pretty scary. Uh, the The artwork on the outside was very dated. Uh, and also um, there was some spray painted pictures. There were like pictures of silhouettes of guys and girls on this thing. And it said adult spa. And it had um, also like all sorts of like, oh, video room, dancers, exotic dancers, this and that. And I'm looking at this place going, I probably, I probably wouldn't go into this place. Like just looking at it, I was like, hmm, I don't know about going into this little tin building uh, for an adult spa. But it got me wondering, what is an adult spa? What exactly is an adult spa? Is that uh, the Missouri way of saying um, like a, a rub and tug? Like, uh, you can get a happy ending. They just call it an adult spa instead of a, an Asian massage parlor. Or, like, Corey and I discussed it. I said, <laughs> what, what makes something an adult spa? Anybody ever been to one? I have not. I have not. Um, Kyle is volunteering in all caps. He wants me to put him in, and uh, he'll go check it out for us. Uh, I can give you the address, Kyle. We drove past it recently, so... But that brought up another conversation. I wish I wish I could have an audio recording or even an, I don't necessarily need the video recording, but the audio recording in some of these um, in some of these massage places 
when guys are trying to figure out if they offer the the happy ending. Um, K-Bog says 18 and over. <laughs> I'm guessing that uh, might be the case, but not the not the reason that it's called Adult Spa. But uh, uh, <laughs> Pip says, where did that rash come from? <laughs> I, she told me it was razor burn. <laughs> But I would really love the I would really love the audio recordings and hear some of these guys asking for a, for a happy ending on their massage. Like, how does this go down? I've never I've never been in a massage parlor where I was like, "Hey, lady, can you jerk me off?" Um, but uh, like, I I just trying to picture this. Um, Pip says he believes the code word is milkshake. <laughs> Oh, Backwoods Butcher says it's only sex trafficking if you request a different room. <sighs> wow, man. That's, I mean, technically. Oh, uh, yeah. He, he apologized. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. So I, I just picture this. So the kind of skis ball, like, you know, the guys that go in there and just like, Hey lady, can you jerk me off when you're done rubbing me? Um, and just plain blatantly ask, like, that's not good. I'm talking about the guys that go in that are like all nervous about it. Not sure what to say. And they're like, um, well, my groins are really tight. Maybe you should focus on that towards the end. Or, um, uh, I, I'm really tense. I could use a release. Like I I'm trying to figure out, uh, I don't think I would ever do it. Like, I don't think I need to go and have somebody jerk me off. Uh, but I, I, I try to run through the scenario in my head and I don't even know how I would bring it up. So if anybody in the audience has any experience in this, uh, throw it in the comments, what you say, it looks like Pip, um, Pip knows that it's milkshake you have to ask for. And that kind of makes sense, I guess. I guess. Mm. So that was the trip uh, two days ago. Yesterday was super easy. Uh, we didn't have any big problems or anything yesterday, did we? Huh? Oh, yeah, guys. <laughs> I don't know if the, the gypsy princess listens to my show, but you're a bitch. My God. Um, so, so we, we did, I did the show yesterday morning. We only had like a, maybe a three hour drive today. It was like, or no, it was a longer. It was like four hours, but a short distance. Oh yeah. That was just two days ago. Two days. Yeah. Two days ago. So we only had, when we were leaving, when we saw the adult spa, see the adult spa got me all, uh, all sidetracked, but. Um, so we were at this hip camp, uh, the night before the guy says, uh, the guy says, Hey, when are you leaving? Uh, the next day I was like, well, he didn't directly ask. It just came up that, Hey, we'll be up early. I do a, a podcast at six in the morning. Uh, we'll probably just take off later that night. We realized that we had such a short day. We had a, we had a later check-in. We couldn't get into like two. So it didn't make sense to leave at like eight o'clock when we only had two hours to drive, three hours to drive. So, um, we, we got everything kind of prepped and then we sat down, we're just sitting here bullshitting, dicking around on our phones. We're like, well, we'll, we'll shoot for noon. If we leave at noon, we stop for gas and you know, we'll be there after three. We don't drive very fast. It just made, made perfect sense. So we were kind of prepped and ready to go. We had probably maybe a half an hour, by the time we, you know, you just have to put the dogs in and then finish closing up and roll out. So Corey's over playing with the donkey and no, that is not like an euphemism or anything. She was literally over trying to get the donkey to play with a play with a toy. So um, I'm, I'm hanging out and uh, kind of finishing up, tinkering around doing this. And all of a sudden we see a truck pull in with a camper behind it. Okay, whatever. She pulls in. She pulls in uh, kind of on the other side of the parking lot with us. And there was only one hookup site. There was only one electric site. And so I just kept doing what I was doing. I was like, 
it's it's not noon. I I don't I don't know what's going on here. The owners didn't tell me that there was somebody coming or this or that. And so I'm kind of doing my thing and Corey comes back over from playing with a donkey and she's like, oh, maybe we should get out of here. I'm like, yeah, I probably should. Um, Cause she's just staring at us out of her truck window. <laughs> and so um, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go over and tell her that we're, we'll, we'll pull out of here. I'm guessing she's waiting the way she's staring at us, waiting to get in to our spot. And so this is probably 11 o'clock, I'd say, just after 11, barely. Uh, and I walk over and she jumps out and she's got like the shaved side head with the ponytail um, and rather, I don't even know how to describe her, but uh, basically um, you're in my spot. Excuse me? <laughs> the owner said you'd be out of here by eight. I said, mm, no, no, but we're packing up right now. We'll be out in a minute. Um, I got to let my dogs out. They got to piss and then we'll hook up and we'll get out. And we still had to hook the truck up, all this stuff. So we bust, uh, we bust around and this and that. And she just sits in her truck and stares and uh, we kind of pull out of the way and then did our walk around after. And uh, yes, her trailer said gypsy princess. She was definitely a princess. Um, sat, sat there and kind of eyeballed this the whole time. She was in contact with the owner, this and that. And I was kind of all irritated. I'm like, wait, what time did we suppose? What time is checkout? Like, did we blow checkout by like two hours or something? I don't want to be that um, be that person that's late getting out. And so I text the owner. I'm like, hey, or she texts me. And she's like, hey, are you leaving? We had somebody book last night and we thought that we were leaving early. So we didn't say anything. So it was just a miscommunication, but like Kyle said, always a good start to a fun conversation. Yeah, like what? Just chill the fuck out, bitch. Like really, slow down. You were been in the parking lot for like four minutes, and so we pull out. I talked to her. I was like, "Yeah, we'll be out in a couple minutes." She's like, "No problem, no problem. Sorry, we didn't let you know this and that." Okay, cool. Uh, so we pull the trailer out, we get up in the driveway, we're doing our check, our uh, walk arounds, we're checking everything. And um, these, uh, <laughs> these, uh, I get back in the truck, we get our directions going, I pull up the hip camp listing. Oh, I look at the clock, 12.04. It took us at least 10 minutes to do our walk around and all this stuff. You know what time checkout was for us? You know what time we had to be out of her spot? Noon. And like, ja, uh, like Kyle says, these are the difficulties I deal with being a lesbian nomad. I'm triggered. You got it. It was kind of a little fucking ridiculous. And yeah, I was just like, fuck this shit. Um, but yeah, check in was at 11. Check out was at noon. Is what it is. Probably doesn't ever come up uh, too often. But the fact that this is what happened next, we pull our trailer out um, and she proceeds to pull behind the barn where like there was a big parking lot in front of the barn. It was all grass behind the barn. And it appeared that she was waiting for us to move so she could back into the spot. Proceeds to drive her truck around the back of the barn and park not even close to where we were parked. We did not even have to move for her to get where she wanted to be. She didn't back in. She didn't go through where we were. We didn't need to move one bit. And just the, 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 the way she spoke to me, I was, yeah, I reserved myself. I didn't say much. I said, yep, we'll be out soon. And I went in and said, Corey I said, what a fucking cunt. Yeah. I used the C word. <laughs> yep. Renegade Butcher says she's overcompensizing for the size of her dick. Maybe. Backwoods Butcher says, like the saying goes, you are what you eat. She's a pussy? What? I think you missed the mark on that one, Kyle. Oh, Pip says, damn humans. Yeah, and I agree. I agree for sure. <coughs> oh, man. Anyway, what do we got going on up in uh, up here in South Dakota? I think we've talked about it a little bit. 
Uh, South Dakota is where we're going to get our residency. We have to go over. We got to get driver's licenses. We need to um, we need to get our vehicle registrations changed. One thing should happen here before we leave our current our current spot and uh, then we are moving on saturday uh across the state over past the badlands uh to near wall um near wall south dakota if you've ever heard of wall drug um but then we have to go register the vehicles in the actual county that uh, our address is in so that's uh that's the plans for the trip other than that hang out with uh, Corey's parents are here for a few days and um, then they're gonna be taken off so we're gonna hang out with them for a little while and uh, then move along we're gonna end up getting six states out of our trip um, another four new states on the way home we had two on the way here uh, one being South Dakota we had never spent the night here one being Nebraska which we did uh, the night prior it was great <laughs> Back with Butcher says, see you next Tuesday. They're going to give me a seven day. They're going to give me a seven day for uh, that word. I don't think, I don't know, like one word really. Um, Renegade Butcher said, what's wrong with eating cats? And Backwood says, I was trying not to have you say uh, the C word on YouTube and you're tossed it out as I press send. It is what it is. I'm real guys. I just bring it to you straight. Yeah, I should come up with a hashtag revolving around that. That would be a good idea. Anyway, anyway, so getting driver's license and all of that stuff. Um, yeah, it was weird as we were coming up um, through Iowa. We got about halfway to our destination. So we were well into the cornfields and plains of Iowa. And Corey looks at me and she goes, it feels like we're driving to the cabin. And it was that disappointing. It felt like we were in Minnesota and it didn't feel good. It didn't like I, yeah, I'm over, I'm over this region. I'm over this area. Um, hopefully through our nomadic journeys, we end up uh, really falling in love with South Dakota so we can come back here after we're done um, and continue to have our residency here. That are That's the plans. Those are the plans long-term. <laughs> we're going to travel around uh, state government of, South Dakota, please skip forward past the C word and just come to my statement that I, uh, I'm intending to come back to the state when we're done uh, with our nomadic lifestyle. There you go. Um, Renegade Butcher says, hashtag Gypsy is considered a slur now. <laughs> yeah, I should have brought that up. I should have brought that up. That is, a, that is a trigger word, I'm pretty sure at this point. Uh, anyway... What else we got going on? I don't think much. Uh, I'm staying here at Uncle B's uh, campground, uh, farm and campground. This is a pretty sweet place, and I'll probably end up interviewing this uh, the guy that owns it. He is definitely an interactive hip camp host. Um, we've talked to him several times since he's been here. Uh, provided gifts when we got here. It was fantastic. Uh, he's been the, the highest ranked or second highest ranked hip camp in South Dakota for like the last two or three years. Uh, phenomenal story. Government really got in his shorts um, after his first year, came out and said, well, you're not zoned for a campground, made him jump through 8 million hoops. So I'm likely going to try to get that story, um, how he's dealt with that and how he's given them the big fucking middle finger anytime he can. I like the dude. Uh, very successful hip camp, very um, customer service oriented. And his, his, his site is fantastic. Uh, I'm excited to walk around tonight and explore. We got here and kind of just sat down after we got set up and hung out and caught up with uh, Kim and Diane. But uh, I'm excited to go for a walk around the camp, see the whole thing. Plenty of animals here for Corey to look at. She is currently looking out the window at a bunch of probably turkeys, chickens, peacocks, um, and guineas at the moment. So it... Uh, it's a great place. It's a great place. You can check it out. Uncle B's uh, farm and campground. You can find them on Facebook. If you guys would do uh, do me a big favor and blast over. If you're on Facebook, search up Uncle B's. I'll share it later. But if you could search up Uncle B's farm and campground, it's in Monroe, South Dakota. Give the guy a like, give him some shares and uh, man, scroll through. 
and uh, maybe comment or share some of his stuff um, and uh, bump his numbers up. It would be fantastic if you guys would do that. Um, and let's see. Let's catch up on the comments before we wrap up here. Backwoods Butcher says, just because you have the sides of your head shaved and I don't know and you can't find a guy to deal with your bullshit doesn't make you a gypsy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that isn't the qualification uh, for being a gypsy. I don't know what the exact qualifications are, but I'm guessing it is not that. And uh, Renegade's wondering why he's so personal today, uh, wondering if uh, he made him mad. Probably a reference to Josh's shaved sides of his head and he can't find a man. <laughs> all right guys item of the day today it is prime days uh, i forgot to say it was prime day yesterday if you're buying anything on prime day please 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 click that link any link uh that has amazon in it from our page from any of my posts they're all affiliate links that will get you into the tracking go ahead and do your shopping had a good run yesterday on an affiliate uh status and i appreciate anybody that clicked that link if you're going to be finding some new prime deals today hit that link and keep uh keep bumping those numbers i really appreciate it and uh, like i said every little bit helps item of the day today if you have deer in your area you are going to want to pick these up they're under 10 bucks under 15 bucks not a lot to spend for what they do they're the bell automotive deer whistles they mount on your front bumper and they keep the deers from running in front of your car and they work i've seen them work i've watched the deer peel back off the road uh try to run up hear that whistle and drive right back down into the ditch i see them grazing in the field alongside of the highway and you drive by and they perk up and they look at your car but none of the others they work they're cheap and you know how much it costs when you hit a deer these will keep you from doing that. Check them out. Cheap insurance policy for sure. Like I said, I've watched them work and all these items that I bring you, items of the day, they just work. And if they didn't just work, I wouldn't recommend them. So check them out. Bell Automotive Deer Whistles, under 15 bucks. Pick some up today. Pick up a pair for all of your cars. Other than that, uh, interview tomorrow night, Sean Mills, uh, Local community, hack my homestead, hack my solar, TSP guy, LFTN, all of the all of the initials, all of the communities. Sean is a big part. Um, great interview. Talk to him about his Kickstarter, even though his Kickstarter ends on Friday. Uh, we're gonna air the interview on on um... <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, I'm going to interview or air that interview on Thursday. But if you want to check out his Kickstarter, there is a link on my Facebook page. Uh, you can find it. Scroll down. Just look for the water pump. You'll probably have to scroll a little bit. Uh, I should probably hang shoot that out there again this morning, uh, this afternoon, and then again tomorrow. But uh, check out the Kickstarter if you're interested in solar pump water pumping, uh, maybe off-grid remote property or things just moving water where it needs to be using the sun. He's doing a whole documentary series, uh, documentation series on testing out a bunch of pumps and setups and panels and all sorts of things. It sounds super informative and just a shit pile of information. And it sounds like the only way to get the final product is to be part of the Kickstarter. It's going to be a limited release. Head on over. You can uh, support him as little as a dollar, but I think the lowest um, the lowest support tier might be 20 bucks. It's not a lot. So head on over there. I will get the link out. Otherwise, you can find uh, you can find it. Uh, yeah. Ask me. Send me a message and I will get you the link if you want to head over there before you see me post it. Other than that, guys, it's uh, it's a Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Uh, see you then. Other than that, if you enjoyed the show, please consider it sharing it with others. You can find it at thelotsproject.com or on Nostra Telegram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Rumble, and Instagram. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcasts, 2.0 Value for Value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, guys. Enjoy that Wednesday. We'll come back tomorrow. We'll be on the way down to the weekend. Make it a good one. We'll see you then.